0: Everyone has their thing. Everyone has their issue. Everyone has their struggle, and you know, it's it's how we deal with them that you know measures kind of the richness of our lives. And I we're better for it. I think, right? Yeah. I mean,
1: we need our struggles. Yep. Right? It defines us in a way. It it does. Yeah.
0: It defines us. That's what life is. Not life isn't about having no struggle. No. Because who has that? Life is just about how you navigate and survive and and. Uh,
1: Okay, folks. Hi, and welcome to the Undo Anxiety Podcast. I'm Dr. John Duffy. I'm your host, and um, we are returning again today to our talk with Eileen. Um, when, we, when we last spoke, we were in your basement. Hi, Eileen. Hi. We,
0: we, <laughs> we were. Weren't. in
1: your basement, yep. and it was several months ago, so we've decided to have a reprieve and kind of think about what we've done, I suppose.
0: Thankfully, I've been in the basement since then.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was time to let you out. Yes. You sorry. must be starving, by I the way. I am so hungry, <laughs> and I had to go to the bathroom. Um, okay, so we kind of talked about your life story, some of your backstory um some of it was joyous
0: some of it was
1: and uh, some was difficult and tragic, right
0: I didn't know that now I'm upset
1: sorry tragic-, <laughs> tragic. is tragic a bad the wrong word
0: um maybe.
1: Well, in listening back to it, so yes. it, 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 j- just so people listening know, the first podcast that you hopefully just listened to, mm-hmm. um, we recorded, what, four or five months ago, I think. Correct. And so we just listened to it again to kind of familiarize ourselves Fresh. with where we were. Yeah. And um, You and got tra-
0: tragic, and I thought, how fun was well, I? Well,
1: tragic didn't, it, it didn't seem as tragic as I thought it did before we talked about it.
0: Okay. Huh.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very hmm. interesting. Yeah. Okay not tragic though you don't think of it that way
0: some some of it as everyone's life you know some of it is pointed by tragic and some of it is highlighted by you know great fun and then you know that's how you enjoy those differences yeah
1: I like that I yeah. like the contrast of that yeah. right I think that I think you're exactly right about that all right so since then since so we, we're we're back about 20 couple years ago that makes you 28. Ish. <laughs> um, so, what has you know all, all that backstory? What has that brought to your life now? You know, what is your life like now? How did you decide about who you were going to marry? What you were going to do with your work life? How you were going to parent? We, you know, those are
0: great questions
1: because Thanks.
0: you should get in the business. I'm not kidding you, <laughs> and it's not just me that thinks so. So, but on to me. Um, honestly, my what happened to me, having a what I felt was a really rich family life, and then, you know, then it's gone. My dad's gone, my mom's gone. the family's fractured, you know, makes you crave, you know once you can kind of see your way out yeah i I craved all the joy I had and and then sought that. and I remember knowing as um as different as my husband mark in some ways would seem from you know my dad mm-hmm. there was there were more similarities than differences and you know it, it was just the right place to land yeah. you know and yeah. start a family
1: yeah I remember um, listening back yesterday the Superman reference kind of <laughs> the the idea that you're mm-hmm. that that's one yeah. thing that your mark and your dad seem to have had in common yeah yeah,
0: yeah. Um, both reading him and then being him, you know, yes. Yeah. They, they both loved comic books. They both loved um, science fiction. And they both seemed larger than life to me, like heroes in their way.
1: Did your dad like comic books and totally science fiction? Totally collected them, Is yeah. that right? Yeah.
0: I didn't notice it right away in a weird way with, with Mark, even though, you know, they were everywhere. <laughs> I mean, I didn't really think about it like, oh, yeah, my dad did that too. Like, um, it, I didn't notice the similarities Consciously, right away. Because That's there were some extraordinary differences that were really in the forefront, according to everyone.
1: Why don't we highlight, just for References. listeners' reference, yep. what those extraordinary differences were.
0: So, both were tall, but um, Mark is um, black, and Chuck was a white Jewish Hoosier. Right. And so, a lot of people that I grew up with, and you know, my parents would have thought I might marry... Someone in my race or religion or state or you know just something that they were familiar with. Yeah.
1: So why do you think you you did not, you know, because I get that expectation. I I can imagine that that's and I and I even thought I
0: didn't even you know I wasn't going to marry an actor because then I wouldn't be an actor anymore. Right. um, I think that if you're really you know paying attention in life. Your plans aren't nearly as important as what's happening. And it it took me a while to see that.
1: I love that. Your plans aren't nearly as important as what's happening.
0: Yeah, and And it it definitely took me a long time to recognize that and embrace that. and, And
1: reconcile it a little bit? Yeah. So in your life, how does that apply? In other words, what were your plans and what was happening?
0: So my plans in my life were to move here and, you know, kill it in the improv and comedy world, probably... You know, be a superstar. I don't know if you have the
1: chops for that, anyway, Eileen. I you know?
0: definitely did not. Like <laughs> I like to be funny for a small crowd and not to have my dinner depend on it. So,
1: just yeah. to be clear, this is one of the funniest people I've ever met in my life, <laughs> and so I am being completely facetious. As the
0: prior suicidal talk <laughs> would show, <laughs> hilarious. But um, so, you know, I I just that that was going to be kind of the way I was going to go was I was going to come here and do this and that. Mark and I met very early and I remember thinking, well, I didn't think we were dating and then we kind of were seeing each other and, you know, together a lot and I remember thinking, "Wow, he I really should stop this and start that serious, you know, right, right. career thing and this and that." And then, you know, nine or 10 years in, we got married.
1: Was it nine or 10 years in?
0: It really was. Wow.
1: It Um, really was. Was that, uh, was that reluctance on anybody's part or was that, you know, what, what took so long?
0: It was reluctance. And then, um, and then it was just joyous. I think the, you know, like it, at weddings, you kind of remember a certain thing. One I remembered, there was open bar at my wedding before we walked down the aisle, which in retrospect was an odd choice. Although they just, a good
1: time, I have to say. A
0: good time. There was a lot of clinking in the video when you're like walking down the <laughs> aisle, really in ours instead of just that beautiful music. You heard a lot of glass hitting mm-hmm. the uh, you know, ice hitting the glass. But um, really the common toast was, oh my God, it's about time. It really was just kind of a calm, fun, you know, thing.
1: It, your your wedding was extraordinary to bear witness to I don't know if we've ever talked about this but you know like I remember like how th- there was this wild contrast in in yeah. people there right yeah. because you, oh God, yeah. you, you you you've got you, you've got your Jewish side yeah. and 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 we white folks are there and then you've yeah. got Mark's black side yeah. and you know and it was and everybody by you know, two minutes after the the toasts were done, everyone's dancing together. It was like the biggest love fest it, I've been a part of in a while. It was long. loud
0: and raucous and just perfect.
1: It was perfect. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, at a lot of weddings, I think you're sitting there looking at the bride and groom going, I wish them a beautiful life and I hope everything goes well. And ours, it was like, God, I feel like they've been married 10 years. Party up, you know.
1: You know, it, it always, I, I knew you guys before you got married and it did seem like you were so... Um, in each other's lives part you know just the fabric of each other's lives you never seemed remotely disconnected for a moment you know um, and there's something about your home that suggests that too it's like the most inviting place. Oh
0: thank you so you know in terms of how that passed I think my parents did a good job of making me love being in a warm house in a warm family and yeah. and Feel that that's important to have children you know if you're lucky all this could happen and um i remember with the children those two kids max and charlotte i have thought many times over the years c- consistently if they weren't mine i would just still want them to be you know i felt so lucky that we picked those two aren't we? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah um listen it, we are waiting in line for those two. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you so? Max and Charlotte are now 21 and 22, and um, and they are two of my favorite human beings, as you know. I mean, and I mean that with I, I love them oh, like sure. they're family, yeah. just like you and Mark are family. They yeah. are family, we feel and the same. Um, and I kind of think of them as my children. As I don't know we if did, that's George. appropriate. Okay,
0: doesn't matter. It's just the way it is. It is the way it yeah. is.
1: So. <laughs> How how did you create these people who are um, so empowered and in such very different ways? Max and Charlotte couldn't be more different, right? Exactly. Couldn't have different in, more different interests, right. personalities. Yeah. Um, they're they're both strong personalities. Yep. How 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 did you create these people?
0: The well, the old fashioned way in some oh, aspects, but good God, that was just there. there. <laughs> <laughs> but The reality is, I feel like you know, like we lucked out. Like I, they. We lucked out. You know, you are there, and if you enjoy the whole process of parenting and seeing who these kids are, like I enjoyed the baby stage, the Terrible Twos weren't. They were hilarious. Hilarious. It's
1: true, right? I mean, does it drive you nuts then? This this bothers me when people say, oh, this is a bad age. Yeah. Or be careful. The Terrible Twos are terrible.
0: Yeah. I kept thinking, oh, my God, it keeps getting better and better, and I think... For people like us who love to laugh and enjoy stuff, come on, what is funnier than a helpless kid? Seriously, right? And then when they're not helpless and they're still getting into shenanigans, it's like, oh my God, this is awesome. (laughs) And then, you know, witnessing who they are, you know, we didn't make that happen. It was just like watching who they were. And it, you know, I love that. I still love it.
1: I swear, man, I think you've hit on one of the keys to parenting that people miss all the time is. Instead of trying to like drive who your kids are, people do this all the time, like this yeah. is a like, hovering helicopter and <laughs> crap, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and, and, and you have, and I've watched you do this, you just marvel at your kids. And yeah. if, they're, if they're interested in the path, it's like, okay, let's go, man. Like, so, you know, I'm, I'm with you 100%. Yeah. Like, yeah. where's it gonna go? Yeah. And you, and you I, I love that about the way you have parented them. And, you know, I don't know if you would have predicted where either one of them is now.
0: Yes and no. Like really, um, I I felt like both of the kids would do very well in in many many ways, and and they're always surprising you. You know, yeah, they're always surprising you. But no, no. I I guess I wouldn't have totally predicted w- what their interests were or um, who they would date or you know
1: anything right right that's a cool thing about parenting I, right is not yeah. knowing how the story going to yeah. play out Yeah. Is there so Max and Charlotte are um, anybody who knows these two people would know they are brilliant and kind and you know like the qualities that people would list that they want in their kids your two kids embody do you think there's something that you and, and or Mark did to foster that
0: I think that as long as children, I think all kids basically are good. Some people innately may have um, issues or some issues, and everybody probably has some issues, but I think everybody has got is good. And then I think it's just a matter of feeling safe and um, free to be, you know, like free to be themselves and see who that is and appreciate it, like, I, I, we did everything but pass popcorn and crack, you know, just like, (laughs) everything they did. I remember one time we were watching Max ice skate, and he was very young. So, Max, if you're listening, you cannot get mad. You were so young. Take it easy, Max. Have a seat. Yeah, (laughs) calm down. (laughs) Literally, there was a point, and he was brand new at it, and and to be fair, I don't think he bent his knees. So there's a part where you kind of look a little Frankenstein-ish. If you don't bend your knees and you're very young and ice skating for the first couple times... But unfortunately, I was in the crowd looking at him, and to me, I wasn't trying to be funny, and I looked at Mark, and I went, oh my God, he's gifted. And I remember, <laughs> I remember Mark was horrified that others might have heard, <laughs> and, and was like, okay, for real? You need to dial that back, too. And then I think then I looked at myself and realized, yeah, everything they do doesn't have to be, you know... Maybe that wasn't gifted. Maybe if he bent his knees. Right, right, right. At that moment.
1: Do you think you can over-marvel at your kids? Like, you know, so I'm thinking, we parents similarly. I realize that now. (laughs) (laughs) Because George was
0: gifted. It's (laughs) key.
1: I don't remember when George wasn't gifted. (laughs) I know. He's somewhere right now being gifted. Gifted? I know. I know. I know. So... You know, do, do you ever think that's disempowering? I mean, I don't think there's anything about our kids that would suggest it. I don't
0: either. I think that, honestly, I remember my mom did a, a little similar in some ways. Like, I remember she, I remember in college being really a little bit angry at her when I found out I, in fact, did not look like Elizabeth Taylor or any other movie star (laughs) that she might have made me think I looked exactly like. And so I was like, ooh, I'm going into acting. This is going to be pretty easy (laughs) for me. I'm a
1: shoe in Mom told me. shoe
0: in because though my eyes are not lavender, clearly I look exactly like these movie stars according to Janice
1: Quinn. Right, of course.
0: She might have fibbed. It might not be true, and it was a little shocking for me to, you know, hey, keep getting cast as, like, the wacky neighbor. I'm like, are you sure? Are you 100%? (laughs) I get that I'm funny, but. (laughs) So she was kind of a cheerleader, maybe a little much on it. You know, life corrects you, and it's okay. Right, right. It's way better to be that way than I'm sure, than it is to be the parent tearing down the kids to deal with reality. Like, that'd be horrible. You know. that, and
1: that happens all the time. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. um, and, you know, I think reality is kind of tough enough and kids oh God, yeah. kind of find their way. Yeah. Um, I love the assumption you came into this whole thing with. Everybody's good. Yeah. It, it, can, you, can you say that? Do you feel that way now?
0: Yep. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. I feel like when, when something goes awry, and actually, I used to read only biographies, only factual stories, because I was so afraid of criminal, I didn't understand how people did go awry. Like, what happened? The psychology of that, it's still fascinating.
1: It does, doesn't it? I yeah. mean, you, you like reading about, like, serial murderers and I things do. like this, right? Mark
0: calls it doing my homework. Well, it's, yeah. You know, I understand <laughs> his, his fair, but, you know, nothing's happened It explains happened. his insomnia. Oh, Mark, it does. What's it <laughs> happened so far. But it it does fascinate me, like, why, you know, why something goes awry.
1: Yeah, yeah. And and so what do you think that is? Do you think it's undue anxiety, hashtag? (laughs) (laughs) Clearly, it is. 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 It's undue,
0: and it's anxious. So, yes, I think that's one. I think that's a huge one. I think that, um, you know, There's environment is so much for people that that's, that's what makes you feel like as a parent, you know, the job's so important because you are providing that, you know, and the heredity, but you know.
1: I remember um, uh, you and I were together um, with our families and there was a a gentleman who showed up to the party um, who I didn't favor a whole lot. Um, And you started asking him questions. You just seemed curious. And, um, and really, truly curious. And, and I had kind of locked in my mind, I don't like this guy a whole lot. And, um, and when he started talking, um, because you were so unconditional with him, he, I saw him in such a completely different light that night. Do you what? remember this?
0: I, I would like to say yes, and I would like to say I know who you're talking about. Both would be kind of a lie. That's so all right. We can
1: roll with a lie. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't. But
1: it's probably happened more than once. Um, but but there, this this was a striking moment where um, you just were so open, and it kind of it, I almost felt like you were saying to me. John, this is how you approach people that you don't like very much. Be (laughs) seriously, like, and I'm a therapist. I should know better. (laughs) John likes everybody. (laughs) But no, it was really it was it was a fascinating thing, and I think you approach the world in in a different way than some people do. That that a presumption that everyone is good, and eh, there might be some pain that brings you to circumstances in life where you present in a way that might be difficult, but you want to understand that.
0: One of the things that I think I am left with because of the way my mom died, because she died and it was a suicide, I think a weird byproduct of that for me is, um, well, it used to be that I didn't want anyone angry at me. Not that she was. It wasn't about that. Nope. And I don't want anyone not to like me, even though it wasn't about that. (laughs) But I still kind of, I start out, you know, curious about people, I think probably on a security thing, like I want them to like me and I want to not anger people or whatever. Yeah. And then, you know, I am curious about people. I am really curious about what makes everybody tick.
1: Yeah. You really are, aren't you? I really Yeah. Yeah. No, that that's a, I, that's um, an awesome thing about you. That's not an artifact of losing your mom to suicide, is it? Is that just, if we were here 30 years ago, would you have felt the same way? Have you always been this way?
0: Yeah, I think, I think so. Yeah. You know, I think when I was very young, I was very shy. So I was an observer, mm-hmm. you know, for a lot. And um, and then I wanted in the game, you know. Yeah. And then I wanted to star in the game. And then I wanted it to be my game. No, I'm
1: what, what do you think, uh, th- th- just as an aside, the idea of being an actor, being th- did you picture fame?
0: Okay, this is... How I pictured it. This is so yeah, play it bad. out for us. Okay, my good friend Bob knows this about me, and very few others do. I pictured it so much that I will honestly tell you that when I watched award shows, I did it in a homework kind of way. Like, I don't want to be humiliated at a party later that I knew I'd be at. And, like, not know that so-and-so is no longer dating someone, so that's going to bite me, so mm. I would watch the shows... And then I would, like, kind of mentally make notes of, you know, in your acceptance speech, it was obvious what you, you should have thanked this person. Or the nod to your wife could have been a little bit earlier, because she's looking at you with tears. So I was like, I am not going to fall into these traps. So I think I might have thought I was going to be famous. Yeah. What
1: do you think that wish is about? You know, like, that that's um, because one might... One might presume that there is a shallowness or a vanity to that that you don't exude.
0: Um, well, it might be that. And it might be, you know, everyone looks for a great deal of approval from their families and parents. And I, I you know, certainly thought this is something no one can deny is, you know, yeah, yeah. all good. Yeah, yeah, He's not going to be happy about that. And I did, I loved everything about theater. I still do. You know, I love everything about it.
1: You, um, you still have that, don't you?
0: Well, yes. I mean, in my mind, I think someday when I retire, they're going to need, you know, an 80 to 85-year-old living person <laughs> <laughs> that brings it. And that's going to be me. It's a key. I'm gonna, I'll, here's my key to fame, and I always knew there was a key to it. If my eyes aren't lavender, if, in fact, I don't rival like these beautiful starlets –
1: Eileen's beautiful, out- by the way. Yeah. She's underselling.
0: I'll, I'll outlive those bitches. I'll be there. They'll be like, <laughs> we well, want someone who can still talk. I'll be like, yeah, I knew you'd come crawling back. I'm, I'm still drawing, bro. Yeah, I, can. Oh, I got it. <laughs> That's right, me.
1: So it's still, it, it, that, that dream is still alive. You don't know how your story ends, just like you don't I know do Maxine and Char's. I do
0: not. Yeah. yeah. That's why we're all in it, just to see. Yeah, what?
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, this is a, uh, this is something that worried me, so I'm kind of curious whether it concerned you. Um, were you ever th- concerned that whatever your mom carried that drew her to that moment where she took her life, just like my brother did, had that moment, were you ever worried that either your kids were going to carry that?
0: I I didn't worry about it at all before I had kids because... <laughs> um, that was, I don't know why I didn't, because I just wanted kids so badly and I knew that would be so joyful. And then um, there were times when I thought about it and I thought wow, that would just be horrifying for them and you know, if they had that kind of pain in their lives or struggle. And then I think I knew a therapist, we'll call him John. (laughs) (laughs) you <laughs> know, I, I think he kind of eased my mind somewhat in terms of um, everyone has their thing, everyone has their issue, everyone has their struggle, and you know, it's it's how we deal with them that you know measures kind of the richness of our lives. And I we're
1: better for it, I think. Right? Yeah. I mean, we need our struggles. Yep. Right? It's, it defines us in a way.
0: It it does. Yeah. It defines us. That's what life is. Not life isn't about having no struggle. No. Because. Who has that? Life is just about how you navigate and survive, and and uh, you know, are the last living actress. And oh, <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: it's about how you do.
1: Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, no, that's cool, and that. Um,
0: I did think of it though. It has occurred to me, of course. You know, from from time to time. You know, anytime. You know, a kid from, you know, whatever year on was like telling me they weren't happy and I didn't know the reason. I was like, what? You're yeah. not happy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> did you think um, you would be as joyful a person as you are if you hadn't lost your mother the way you did?
0: Sometimes I think I would have been more joyful because, because I was.
1: Mm-hmm. I was
0: like really I treated life like summer camp in a many ways before you know that life-altering experience and I remember one of my friends said to me in the first year afterwards you know I miss the old Eileen and and in my mind I was like I can't even find her you Wow know? so yeah I, I definitely think I might have been more joyful but um, you know it just one in the cards
1: yeah yeah you you have this um, this undeniable childlike joy. I, I've had the good fortune of, we've traveled together, yep. right? And yep. and um and I can remember like going to, I'm picturing a water park, right? Yeah. And, you know, yeah. and, like, and you would Favorite just be like, week. you know, oh my God, this yeah. is gonna be great. I, yeah. I'm nervous to do the Maybe thing, but week. I want to do the thing yeah. and you know. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: remember like going up on this slide thing with you and I'm like, oh my God, this is <laughs> awful. Oh my God, this is awful. I'm so scared. And we were like so excited and I was scared. Yes. Wait, were you scared? Um,
1: just that little tinge of nervousness. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I could comfort myself with the idea that, you know, like, there are children, children coming out.
0: <laughs> I think you said to me, I mean, there's young children
1: on this. Right? And they're coming out and they're not like, you know, they've Maid. got limbs. And, right, they're yes. not made. <laughs> I mean,
0: maybe chill back, pile it back, start laughing and stop scaring them all. Put all
1: the right? your <laughs> crying. Yeah, At I'll least stop don't it. cry. Stop
0: it. Yeah, that was great.
1: But yeah, there's that there's that there's that joy about like you know I have trouble like getting into vacation mode. You man, you're just right there. Are, do you still treat life like you know it is summer camp?
0: Um, unfortunately, I don't always remember to treat life that way. But during the week, at some point, it's going to happen like that. At some point during the week, whether it's the weekend, whether it's during an evening, whether yeah, at some point that yeah
1: yeah yeah.
0: In fact, if I went too long without that kind of joy, I totally feel ripped off. You do? Yeah. My kids also learned, like, we would do this thing at our house, and we still do it even remotely, where we'd find a show. Mark and I did it when we were dating. It was, like, Mary Tyler Moore whatever. Like, that we'd act, you know, and and embrace, like, this is the funniest thing. Like, it was our secret time. Uh Like, we're going to watch this show tonight or on Wednesday, whatever. Right. And then with the kids, like... It's always sunny in Philadelphia. We thought, and it still is to me, and the kids. Like, we'll talk to each other about, like, the funniest, latest episode. And, like, sometimes that's all you can grab during the week, you know, is like something that just kills you, makes you crack up or <laughs> cry laughing. It's like, yeah.
1: Yeah. And you need it. You need it once in a while. Do you need to have it, like, on the docket, looking to something to look forward to?
0: I'll put something on the docket to look forward to. Yeah. 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 I yeah. think so. Yeah. I think so.
1: Yeah. So, can I put you on the spot? Uh-huh. All right. So, you're doing your Ted More Talk. More than a podcast? More than podcast. Like this is worse <laughs> cuz now we're going to do like, do a nude one. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. This was the clothed I'm not podcast. Even <laughs> Next now, episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I think not no, that. if you if you were if you were up on a stage doing your TED talk, yeah. and you w- wanted to give people uh, who were right in that audience a feel for your life philosophy, what do you think that would be?
0: Oh, that's a good question. Thanks. You, <laughs> doing this you are so good. I think my life philosophy would be that you have to, you know. I think that John Kennedy was so bright when he you know, talked about accepting what you can't change. And I mean, I think you have to grab, look at your life, look what life has handed you, because you all, we all have plans, we all have thoughts. And then, you know, be a little flexible. Yeah. And so you can enjoy, life's a gift, you know, life's a gift. Yeah. And so I, I have learned, and then if I could tell my audience of Ted people, anything, it would be, you know, rip it up, like, you know, enjoy.
1: Yeah, live every moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Sadly, as I listened to the podcast oh so recently, I did (laughs) realize I could give back a little bit more. Like, you know, I I still haven't taken that long walk.
1: (laughs) The walk out of the darkness?
0: Yes. So, you know, maybe I could stop um, just leading people on the (laughs) – parade of laughter down a water slide and maybe do some more, you know, beneficial things.
1: I I suspect that you do beneficial things just by being in people's lives.
0: Well, I like to comfort myself with that very thought. <laughs> <laughs> I pray you're right. I feel good about that. So. Let's hope so. Let's hope so.
1: It is um, a joy to sit and do this with you. It really is. And And you should know that I kind of hang on your every word. Like you know, you carry this wisdom that not many people in my life carry, and so I pay attention. I want you to know that, like you know. And there is something about that that joy you exude, despite you know what a a sometimes difficult path um, that I am always looking to draft from.
0: It's so funny because I think. When I think of you as a therapist, I'm like, if I was the type that would have really gotten into therapy as I needed and should have. And I had a therapist before me that was as hilarious as you. I would have done it. I would have been so much better off. Might have really avoided some pitfalls. I might have never hitchhiked.
1: The hitchhiking was a a bad episode. And and listening back, it's like it doesn't get better. what was I thinking? (laughs) We don't know. (laughs) We're going to save a lot of kids. Yeah, right. The kids with the hitchhiking, just knock it off. Yeah, stop it. All right, Eileen. we're going to do this again. Yeah. yeah okay. Clarify. All right. All right. Yeah. Thank you for being here. Thank Seriously. You for letting me
0: out of the basement. All
1: right. <laughs> and you got to get back down there, actually, yeah. as soon as we're okay. done. Okay. Um, listen, you can find uh, the Undo Anxiety podcast on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, liveleadplay.com, and WGN. Plus. Uh, if you or somebody you know would like to be a guest on the podcast or you have an idea for something for this podcast, write me at John G. Duffy at drjohnduffy.com. At that website, drjohnduffy.com, you will find a free parenting program that is not cheesy and pretty good. And I encourage you to check that out if you're a mom or a dad. Uh, As always, I appreciate you protecting time here on behalf of Eileen and myself. Thank you.